Welcome to Passion Church. For more information about Passion Church, please visit us online at www.passionchurch.tv. Now let's join the service already in progress. One of the things I didn't want to do is I didn't want to preach, and so last year I kind of read to you something I'd written a few weeks or about a month before about some stinking shepherds. And so you can go back and listen to that if you want to. It's online. But this morning I want to kind of uh, share with you. I wrote this a couple weeks ago. I'm not really sure why. I just sat down one morning and was thinking about Christmas and and just wrote this little thing out. And I want to read it to you kind of as our devotion this morning. Out of Luke chapter 2, beginning in verse 4, it says, And Joseph also went up uh, from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth, Nazareth into Judea under the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be taxed with Mary, his, his espoused wife, being great with child. And so it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. I want to just uh, read this to you. I, I entitled, entitled it, The Pain of Christmas. This is what I wrote. Angel choirs, glowing stars, wise men with gifts, animals peering reverently into the stall-turned birthing room in awe, mother and father raptured by sheer joy. Christmas, the clean version, the sanitized and glamorized TV special account. Just as there was no room in the end, there is no room for the pain of Christmas. The first day of Jesus' life is swaddling clothes and violin music. It seems to stand in stark contrast to the last day of his life, which is marked by the shrouds and a screaming guitar solo fit for a horror movie. We have no problem dwelling on the pain of Calvary. It was a scene fraught with betrayal, suicide, whips, lies, thorns, nails, hammers, and torn flesh. But pain at Christmas. That doesn't quite fit our Silent Night version of the first Christmas. Perhaps we should take a real look at the holy night that Christ was born because all was not calm and certainly all wasn't bright. There was no sterile hospital room that could be found. The baby was born in a dirty, nasty, manure-littered, hay-filled stable. Jesus wasn't the only one who needed a diaper genie. Think about the smell. Have you been in a barn lately? Have you ever come into contact with a barn that smelled like your local bath or or body or baby powder? Never. The environment wasn't perfect, and we can accept that. We can can handle that concept. The concept we can't handle is the concept of pain. Childbirth comes with sweat, strain, occasional screams, and in some cases possibly swears. Anyone who has ever witnessed childbirth knows that it isn't pretty, even though it's beautiful. Mary is faced with the real pain of real childbirth. Jesus wasn't a one-push delivery with all the pain divinely absolved. Gritted teeth, labored breathing, cries of agony, and tightly clenched fists were the welcome mat that Jesus crossed to become one of us. It was bloody, it was slimy, it was messy. We don't mind the thought of pain on the cross, but we conveniently ignore the pain of Christmas birthing Jesus hurt. Why is it even necessary to take a fresh look at Christmas? Why not continue to Clorox the event to look like the children's play complete with the bathrobes and the baby doll Jesus that we see every year? This is why. 
The pain of Christmas teaches us that even when we are birthing God things, pain should not be a surprised guest. Our obedience to God's instructions doesn't mean that we won't find ourselves face to face with agony. Our obedience... Uh, uh, let me read that. Our obedience to God's instruction doesn't mean we won't find ourselves face to face with agony, with strain, and with bloody situations. Birthing God things is almost always accompanied by pain. In fact, we should expect things to get messy. The animals just might not stand still or even be remotely interested in what miracle is coming to life. No one may travel from afar, much less across the room or the office, to see our new arrival. However, if we are willing to endure the pain and the unpleasantness of the birth, our although our experience may not be picturesque as a Christmas card, angels may sing and history may be changed. Out of nowhere, like an animal storage facility on a back street, the answer for our need may appear and the solution to age-old questions may be found. Christmas may be one of the favorite times of year unless you're the one in pain. Think about that a moment. You're going to come in contact with people all season long who are going to be loving this season. But you might be the one in pain. You may be the one trying to birth God things. But what we need to remember is this, is if we're in the middle of a push, you know what I'm talking about when I say a push, when there's pain. We need to remember that there's just as much purpose in the pain of Christmas as there is in the pain of Calvary. And so I want to encourage you this morning. I don't know what you're going to go through during Christmas, and I don't know what God's trying to birth in you. I think I have a concept of what he's trying to birth in me right now. And yes, it, in, it, in, it involves pain. Some of you are going to go through some painful things at Christmas, but I just wanted to remind you this morning, and maybe that's why I was thinking about this when I begin to write this, is that there is a purpose in the pain if we don't get so caught up in the pain that we miss the purpose. And I want to encourage you that right in the middle of the painful time, I want you to remember that, yeah, it hurts, and it's not fun, and it can get bloody, and it can get messy, and it can get slimy, and it's not enjoyable. But if we will stay the course, if we will endure to the end, that God can bring a purpose out of that, and he can change our lives and the lives of people around us. So if you are the one going on, on in, into pain, hold on. Or if you come into contact with people in pain this season, then what I want you to do is I want you to strongly encourage them to understand that just because they're in pain doesn't mean that God's not at work. In fact, that's probably proof that God is at work. Let's pray. Father, I thank you that uh, even in the painful moments, there can be purpose. And God, I pray for my people this morning and everyone that's sitting here. We don't know what this season holds for us. For some of us, this season will be all laughter and all fun and all great days and great memories. But we also know that under the sound of my voice this morning, there will be people that will, during this season, endure pain and heartache and it may just be that you use this season to birth God things through them. And Father, this morning what I'm praying is that you would strengthen each one of us. Those of us that are going to endure pain through this season, I pray that you would allow us to get our eyes on the purpose of that pain and understand that you are birthing something great in us and great through us. And if we will just hold on and allow you to accomplish your purpose and plan, you may just birth something that changes the course of not only our life but the course of history. 
And Father, I also pray this this morning. Allow us to be a group of people, a congregation that would be encouragers. When we go through this season and where everything is great and it's all jingle bells and away in the manger and, and picture perfect Christmas, I pray that we would be extremely sensitive to those around us in the community that may be going through painful things. And I, allow the, I pray that you would allow us to be quick with an encouraging word that you to be allow us to be quick with the right word at the right time in the right season that would cause that person to have enough courage and endurance and strength to push on into their destiny that you're birthing in them. And Father, we will praise you for this in Jesus' name. It's been a privilege to have you join us for this time of ministry. To find more Passion Church resources or to make a donation online, visit www.passionchurch.tv. Remember, you can't live without passion.